Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now and forevermore is Ben Anderson. Ben, here we are at our first official no intro nonsense, none of the stuff. We're actually going to talk about what we have going on, and you're sick. It feels electric. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) It feels so electric that uh, my throat almost can't function. <laughs> Which is exactly what you want for an audio medium. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, there may be times today that I sound a little bit more like Fraser Crane. Yeah. It, uh, I wasn't even going to say a little bit of a sultriness. Like something that... You know, it's something that I can't really help all the time, Logan. Uh, the sultry nature of my being... Uh, just expresses itself at times that are unexpected. <laughs> and to go back to your first point too, though, I, I didn't want to insinuate that Fraser doesn't have raw sexual magnetism. Oh, <laughs> it is so raw. <laughs> Ooh, it's raw like honey. That that I, I'm gonna go ahead and confess something. I mm. have not seen a lot of Fraser. I've seen enough to be dangerous, but I have not seen the complete gambit of it. The same way I've seen like all of Friends or something like that. Uh, so I watched a lot of Fraser growing up. Oh, yeah. My parents were uh, extremely careful about what they allowed us to watch. And yet somehow I watched a tremendous amount of Seinfeld and Frasier, <laughs> both of which, uh, upon viewing at a later date, I've realized are extremely sexual. Yeah. And and just, like, really, really uh, edgy for their time, yeah. I think. Yeah. Maybe not Frasier as much. Yeah. Lindsay and I are doing something similar right now. We were watching Back Through Friends, and... We are. We actually had that same exact conversation the other day, where we were like, I, "We did had no idea that this show was so sexual. Like it is. Oh, I, insane! Like they they openly talk about how much porn they watch. Like wow. it's, it's just insane. See, I wasn't allowed to be anywhere near Friends. <laughs> I, I was made to think that Friends, the show, were, not just people in general, right? Both. <laughs> I was made to think that Friends, the television show, was essentially a giant orgy in New York City. It's it's not that Sex in the City, but not far from it. Like they're all like they're all cohabitating and mingling, and like most of them do sleep with each other at some point. But well, when you mingle, hey, that's true. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, like I said, here we are. Um, hanging out, going to talk a little bit about our day-to-day life. I'm going to kick us off with this article that I saw a while back, back in uh, the Wayback Machine 2021. <laughs> and <laughs> it's an article from the New York Times. And I don't, I'm not really a big Times person. I'm not a big news person in general. Mm. Um, but I do, like, all of my Facebook feeds are not friends. It's all just, like, news sources and stuff like that. So when I'm wanting to kind of catch up on just what's out there in the world, I'm scrolling through here. This one caught my eye. This one is, uh, an official wizard in New Zealand loses his job. <laughs> Apparently there's too much magic in New Zealand? <laughs> well... Maybe. So here's here's just the headline. I did not click on the article because, A, that you just don't do that nowadays. You just read the top line and then you move on. So Absolutely. 
After more than two decades, the official the official wizard of Christchurch, New Zealand, has lost his job. He was believed to be the world's only wizard on a government payroll, <laughs> paid ten thousand dollars annually by the city for quote acts of wizardry and other wizard like services. Wow! So for this ten, is a picture of him for ten thousand dollars a year. Really, the question is why? Wow. He, mm, that is a, that's a very Gandalf vibe. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> what I'm wondering is, so Peter Jackson and his friends mm. filmed Lord of the Rings in New Zealand. And I'm just imagining that officials in New Zealand saw all this happening and were like, <laughs> can we get a little bit of that? And it's like, no, it's, it's all fake. Like it's, it's not really, it's like, yeah, but I mean. If we could get some of that, that'd be a real big help to New Zealand. And yeah. and then old boy here shows up and he was like, yeah, I can pr- pretend to be a wizard if you I, pay me $10,000. Brian down the street, he he does wizard cosplay all the time. Yeah. I'm sorry, is what's cosplay? Uh, <laughs> it's a spell I'm working on. So Okay, yeah. All right. Well, that sounds legit. Uh, bring, bring him into the next council meeting and, and uh, we'll see what we can work out. Man, I'm just, I mean, $10,000 is not that much, but it's way more than I would think you would pay anybody for anything like this. But the look he's got, to me, I mean, he, the hair, the beard, the hat, I mean, he's even got a staff that is enviable. It's true. Yeah. To me, I'm thinking for $10,000 a year, I mean, I'll walk around every other weekend dressed as a wizard and just do acts of wizardry. (laughs) Yeah, I want to For know, my like, next act of wizardry, I'll drink this entire glass of whiskey in the next half hour. That doesn't that doesn't seem and very magical. Shout at kids in front of my house. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I want to know why he lost his job. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure if I read the article, but it's more fun to speculate. I, I just don't understand. Like, <laughs> this is so nonsense from the start. What then? What then do you have to do as a wizard to then lose your job? Uh, I mean, he probably started believing in science. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing a sandwich sign, you know. Anti. There were on his wizard days, he was very magical. That's true. But on his non-wizard days, he was. I mean, a flat-out science nerd. Yeah. I mean, white coat, beakers everywhere. I mean, he was going around telling people that magic was just a bunch of garbage. And you can't have both sides. Living that double life. I like that idea that he's out here. He's secretly fighting the good fight. But then Mm. to throw off the trail of people that don't like scientists. Brian, didn't didn't I see you at the lab the other day? Aren't, Aren't you... Aren't you a, a PhD? No, no, no. I've never gone to school or done anything with beakers or bunts of don't, don't make me cast a spell on you. <laughs> and then he just like hits them with that staff. <laughs> just, just bludgeons them with the staff. It's like, man. Wow. It wasn't that, really a spell, but it hurt. That, that didn't feel like an act of wizardry at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would like to see him show up in court for that uh, assault charge dressed as a wizard. Yeah. Sorry. Your Honor, I was just doing my job. 
In my defense, he questioned my acts of wizardry, and I had to wizard his ass. So, <laughs> I called to the stand, Baldor Fizzenbottom. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I... <clears throat> It's just amazing to me that this is happening in New Zealand. Like, that cannot be more perfect, just given the, the whole Lord of the Rings thing. But Absolutely. Maybe just Lord of the Rings has become less popular in New Zealand. <laughs> okay. So and, they're just, you know, they used to have people come in, walk in the, oh. you know, seeing all of the sights, and they'd have him kind of, like, pop out from behind. A, I gotcha. You know, and people would be like, no way, it's real, it's real. You know, ten thousand dollars. You know, just raking in those tourism dollars. I like that. But now people, you know, he pops out from around a corner, and people are like, "I think that's a flasher. I think we need to, <laughs> like, we should call the police because there's a creepy old man over there." Yeah. And then he turns out to actually be a flasher. He's, <laughs> he's also the wizard. It's he's just, also he's just creepy. So. Yeah. How many times do I have to tell you that's not an act of wizardry? <laughs> Does anybody want to see my wand? It's like, no, no. Baldor, come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Baldor, we told you we're going to have to fire you if you keep doing this. I can do a magic trick. No! <laughs> we said no. We've seen that. <laughs> uh, it's February. It's the off season. Wizardry never has an off season. <laughs> Well, uh, the movie Encanto came out recently, okay. which means, uh, so my daughter is uh, three and a half. She'll be four this spring, and and uh, she loves that movie. Target on. Absolutely loves it. Yep. Um, and uh, I don't mind, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote all the songs and, and everything, which uh, to me, you know, I'm, I'm loving it. It's way better than, you know, watching, uh, you know, the anything else, really. I, like, there's so much garbage out there. Right. You know, uh, the singing birds on Amazon Prime or whatever that are just terrible, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I do like Lin-Manuel Miranda. He, um, <laughs> I have been on record as saying that I think he is the Red Hot Chili Peppers of musical theater. <laughs> that everything he does is the same, but you're every time you listen to it, you're like, eh, I like it. And so, yeah. Well, I, so earlier this year, earlier in 2021, actually, so he uh, did a movie, another kids' movie called Vivo. Mm. Uh, which is also centers around music, obviously. Yeah. And uh, it was, I've realized now listening to to each of these movies and the songs in them that uh, I, I really feel like there are some things that uh, that he does that and writes into these songs that are just like straight out of his experience. Okay. And it's. This is part of my stand that I I think if you've got kids and they're watching TV, you've got to watch what they're watching. Sure. If you're not watching what your kids are watching, then you know they're going to do annoying things. They're going to do you know they're they're going to start doing things or saying things that you're asking where did this come from? Right. And it could be coming from right inside your own house. Yeah. I mean, that's so, just good parenting, which yeah. is also my time to say that this portion of the episode is sponsored by Focus on the Family. So. <laughs> the more you know. 
So I, I think it's really important. Watch TV with your kids because, you know, also the golden rule of parenting. Don't let your kids do things that are annoying. <laughs> okay. Because you're doing yourself a favor and you're doing them a favor. Because if your kids are annoying, I mean, people aren't going to like them, <laughs> right? Like, so just don't let them do that stuff. And some TV shows absolutely make your kids do stuff that's annoying. Okay. So, yeah, so, so what does she have going on? So with, uh, so with these two movies, uh, you know, the music's great. The lyrics are, are great. So in Vivo, there's a song that, uh, that he sings. It's about, uh, about just one more song and how, you know, you live on through your music. Okay. And there's like this life to be lived that you create a legacy for yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Through the music that you give to the world, okay. which I was just like, okay, sure. okay, yeah, right, okay, yeah, yeah. Lin Manuel Miranda, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I get it, yeah, like you made Hamilton, we got it, <laughs> yeah, we got it, yeah. So this is all part of your legacy. You're working hard. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna give us one more song. Okay, it's not about the kids' movie. This this one is from you. <laughs> uh, and then in Encanto, the whole movie is about people being seen as uh, the gift that they have and not as people. Right. And so I, now, now we, I have seen that one. I haven't seen the other yeah. one, but I saw so, it. So, and in this one, I was like, oh man, how many people see Lin-Manuel Miranda just as a guy who writes great oh, music? Yeah. And like, there's a song about anxiety and pressure and there's a song about, you know, having to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, how much of this is actually a movie written by Disney? And how much of this is like, I don't know if it's a personal cry for help or or like, hey, hey everyone, I'm a person in here. Like, Well, I also like just given the theme of the movie, I wonder if it's, what if he really did hate his Abuelita? <laughs> and so this was to her to be like, why did you make me write Hamilton? Like, <laughs> You have forced me to do this. I'm a person. Oh, yeah. I mean, if his grandma has forced him to give this gift to the world, yeah. I'm still kind of thankful for his grandma. Hey, she sees she sees a business opportunity and knows yeah. what to do with it. So, well, maybe there is maybe there is another part of him that's like really good at like painting or like really maybe what he maybe lyrically he's gifted but what he really wants to do is like write speeches for politicians he's and and he's like you know what i'd love to use my words for what i want to use them for thank you world appreciate me yeah if it's something like he's like i really like to make like press on shirt art and that's what i want people to know But I never got that business going, so I was like, oh, well, well, I'll, I guess I'll just work in Broadway. And then now that he's known, he's like, but hey, I do other cool stuff, too. <laughs> hey, look at my rip-off vintage 80s t-shirts. <laughs> you can check me out on my Etsy store. Please support my Etsy store. <laughs> it's like, who you I have am. so much money. What do you need an Etsy store for? <laughs> but this is me. This is me. This is me. <laughs> Appreciate me. Yeah, I, I really do. I, I really enjoy his work. Um, but yeah, it's it is funny to see when something 
basically unfiltered is coming through in that where mm. it's just it's just his voice which I, I guess is also just a rawness for artists that you are just putting yourself out there and yeah. so well and maybe it's not maybe it's completely <laughs> not maybe they're like imagine that uh imagine that people have put pressure on you to uh be somebody that you're not or or to you know to be like really perfect and he's like okay I'm channeling this. All right, here's an incredible song about that. Yeah, he's like, you know what? Could we get like a loser in the room real quick, just so I can get some of their experience to see yeah, like what they have going on? Like... Uh, get uh, get uh, the intern. Get uh, Jeff, the intern. Get him in here. Uh, I get a real like uh, lame, like lives with his mom vibe yeah. from him. Get get him in here. Jeff, do you have a lot of anxiety? Yeah, I do. It's like, well, tell me about that. You tell know? me about that. Wow, I've, you know, Jeff, this is eye opening because I've never experienced what it's like. For people to not love me for who I am and praise me and give me millions of dollars. So talking to you, Jeff, for the last ten minutes, it's a real downer. <laughs> but it's going to make for some great music. Yeah, is it cool if I monetize your shitty life and just like see what happens with that? <laughs> does, it, does that mean you're going to write a song about me? Well, not directly. Not about you. you. Not, not about you, but it's kind of about you. You're going to listen to it and you're going to tell your friends this is about me. No one's gonna believe you, Jeff. You're a bald Irish man. That is not gonna <laughs> cut it today. Like, I'm sorry. But this movie is in Colombia. <laughs> no one's gonna see the parallel. <laughs> but my name is gonna be all over it. There, there is a small credit at the end of Encanto that just says, "Thanks, Jeff." <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. It's buried in like the FX uh, <laughs> credits. <laughs> Speaking of anxiety, so I, uh, we shopped for a lot of gifts over the Christmas season, Mm -hmm. and as we were shopping for one particular gift, uh, I, I just got to thinking about children's toys in general. Okay. And I might have one that connects with this, but yes. Wonderful. Yes. So they don't seem to be preparing children for the world ahead of them. Okay. I know that kids have been experiencing more anxiety than usual. Studies have shown, you know, kids on their cell phones, blah, 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 separated right. from society, something I actually care about, but yeah, sure. very anxious. Yeah, I'm, right? I, I think it's all garbage, but you go ahead. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So why don't we have toys that are preparing children to deal with the emotional complexities mm-hmm. of paralyzing fear and anxiety? <laughs> Like, you know, you sure you've got a little dog toy that you, you know, it walks and it barks uh, and it's on the end of a leash. But like, why doesn't that dog uh, have diarrhea in the middle of the night all over your favorite rug? Or a corresponding car that it, it always like, we have the technology now, like we have the Roomba technology yeah. to where that car seeks out that dog. And so runs it over. Like, yeah, as you're like, it's always coming out. So you've got to always be you're watching all, this You dog. have to be on all the time because you don't know when that car is going to come out. And and hey, just... we're thinking about money here, baby. So they're sold separately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to unlock everything that this dog has to offer because once that car finds that dog, it also is Wi-Fi enabled. So, boom. You're going to start getting vet bills. And this dog is going to have so many medications by the time your child turns five that 
they are going to be in full-time therapy. So, again, sold separately, a vet like dollhouse basically Mm. where you take this dog and that's where not only do you have the anxiety of receiving the vet bill like just like emailed to you but you're like there as they're like i'm sorry there's nothing we can do like (laughs) and then miraculously this dog is gonna pull through (laughs) by the time you finally your child has coped with the loss of this dog yeah it will live for another 15 years. <laughs> or just as long as you get it outside and then here comes that car again. Because <laughs> again, it is like a Tomahawk cruise missile. It is focused in on this It dog. will find the dog wherever <laughs> it is. Your child will wake up in the middle of the night to a whimpering sound coming from his closet where he has hidden the dog inside of a tiny safe. That he has also purchased from the same company, sold separately. And inside the safe, somehow, is also the car, which has found the dog. Oh, that's so great. Oh, do you remember the, um, there were, like, you had, like, Kid Sister and My Buddy, and you had, um, also I remember ads for, um... Disney characters that they were like three foot tall Disney characters that had dresses but then you could also like the kid could also wear the dress and that kind of thing so you had a lot of those what if (laughs) I did I had the whole set and all the princesses that's deeply troubling (laughs) they so with that what I'm thinking is then you add that into the mix so along with all this and everything you've got a best friend that you can text Mm. that is also creating anxiety because they're talking about you behind their back, and I mean, they don't oh, care yeah. about your dumb dog. And they're so, gonna like, accidentally send a text at two in the morning when they're <laughs> when they're pretend yeah. drunk about how bad of a dog parent you are. <laughs> and, and the way you find out about it is this: this doll is actually programmed to forget her phone everywhere. <laughs> So that's how you find it, is then your kid will like look at this and be like, what is she saying about oh my me? Gosh. I don't understand. It will be unlocked, of course, <laughs> and it will be open to the text messages about your child. Yes. They'll be is. able to scroll back for months of text messages. Yeah. 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 Pre-programmed to hone in on the most anxiety-inducing moments of this dog's life. So, I mean, all of this is targeted toward your child's emotional stability. Right. They're going to have to be able to cope with this stuff later in life. you got to get them started early. That's true. Help them to know how to open up to a therapist (laughs) as young as possible. That's another another doll that we'll sell. A therapist doll. A therapist doll. Which will be remarkably stable emotionally. (laughs) Your child will bond to this doll... More than they will bond to you. Yeah, it is a surrogate to your parenting. <laughs> your parenting. In fact, we have we have put the Watson computer system mm-hmm. into this psychologist doll yes. that then will just like this doll has seven PhDs, <laughs> and that is not including the honorary PhDs from every Ivy League school that you can imagine and Oxford. <clears throat> you know what's truly terrifying about all of this is that we could probably do it. <laughs> That's the scariest part, is it's not so outrageous that it's impossible. It actually, you know, hmm. And here's the perk for parents who uh, 
in their own state of delayed adolescence are just waiting, pining for retirement at the age of, you know, 40. Right. And it's still far, far on the horizon. Yeah. And suddenly, your child has a different parent. So you you can, in a way, retire from parenthood by buying this dog. Yeah. Wow. We we sealed it. We're gonna be we're gonna be prepping children, liberating parents, and I think this solves the political division in the country. Absolutely. I don't know how it does. I'm not I'm not gonna get into it, but it's gonna fix it. Oh, these kids are going to be way more emotionally healthy than anybody else in the history of the world. I was raised by my doll dad. By, by the time they're 11, when something bad happens in real life, they'll be like, oh, no, no, no. I feel very angry. But I understand that I, I'd i like to lash out against you, Mom. Yeah. I, I'm sorry? <laughs> Well, your own ignorance of my emotion causes me to become even more angry. It's like, I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> what are you talking and about? And then you start going to the psychiatrist doll, doll to, <laughs> yes. to start talking through it. I think we should pitch this to Google. I yeah. really think it's got legs. This is definitely, yeah, it definitely has legs. Google, I guess Google's the only ones that I trust with it. Uh, got a completely opposite direction thing, but still related to kids' toys. Ooh. Do you have any idea what a squishy is? Uh, I think I do. Okay. I, we had no idea. So we were purchasing some gifts around Christmas, um, and one of the requests for the gifts that we were buying was a was a squishy. That's just what it, what it said. A squishy. Interesting. No clue what that was. Okay. We were looking all over Target for like name brand things called a squishy, squishy. <laughs> <laughs> like it does. I have no idea. <coughs> and so eventually, Lindsay, there were like some kids running around the toilet aisle, and she just like asked one of these kids. She was like, "Do you know what one of these are?" And this kid was just like, and I, I really hope he was just like pranking us. But we were looking at something that was squishy, and he was like, yeah, I think that's it. And so we were like, okay, here we go. This is what we're getting. I think that's it. He was like, I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. (laughs) Right. Oh, I didn't even think about that, man. These kids do need to be prepared for life. Like, we learned that very early on. Which also taught us to not trust anybody, ever. (laughs) Which really prepared us for the internet well. (laughs) Yeah, 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 it did. (laughs) Don't trust anyone. But computers, they've got your back. Which is also funny that our parents' generation are the ones that are getting tripped up by computers nonstop. They were the ones that informed us to not trust strangers, but then as soon as a stranger friends them on Facebook, it's like, absolutely, I'll be your friend. Yeah. I haven't met you ever. Yeah. Don't know you from You want to go on a weekend we trip? Go. Sure. <laughs> I've never been to Pittsburgh. I'll go there. <laughs> Mom, you live in Colorado. Yeah, you need to wire me, or I need to wire you $5,000? Absolutely. Yeah. Of course. It's the deposit on the condo in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Where are we going to stay for a month and a half? Because we're besties now. It's like, well, is the condo at least right by the Allegheny? No. (laughs) It is in the city. Oh, it's deep in the city. (laughs) It has no windows. It's very modern. Oh.
Special thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us with some of your favorite day-to-day experiences, just email us at wetooktheliberty at gmail.com. If we deem it worthy of discussion, you might hear us talk about it on the pod. Thanks, everyone.